Dog It Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. Hi. You're listening to episode 31 of Doggett Club. You mean Doggett Dog Club? <laughs> Hello, eh? All right, then. Yes. Hello, Z. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm, I'm getting chills. Are those goosebumps? Are you dead? Everybody Can lives. Can you hear me? Everybody lives, Rose. Everybody yeah. lives. Uh, yeah. Um, so Taylor hasn't watched oh, the show. Evan and I have. Taylor... At, at the beginning of the show, had it marked red. We'll we'll tiny see if that changes. Wibbly wobbly, tiny <laughs> uh, It's a it's a really good show though. Doctor it's Who, very different from any other thing. Recorded the episode and we traveled back in time to do the opening. <laughs> Little bit of time travel. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it gets a little contentious. So we keep trying yeah, to convince no, Taylor, Taylor to doesn't watch it. fucking like it. I Ugh. love it. It's one of my favorite things. He thinks it's garbage. We have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, your preferred podcast provider. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com/slash Doggett Club. going to be a contentious one. <laughs> Maybe a little. Pardon me while I pick all the cat hair off of my microphone. Yeah, we're going to do Doctor Who. Taylor doesn't like Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, and in this office alone, there's, one, there's at least two TARDISes. I know that. And... All the doctors other than Capaldi and uh, current doctor in, in minifig form. I've got uh, got two sonic screwdrivers. Yeah. I have a pair of David Tennant 3D glasses up there with my sonic screwdriver, <laughs> BT Dubs. And I have a David Tennant brown striped suit that I am too fat to wear, but I'm, it's kind of like my goal cosplay. Uh, I even have the sneakers, the, the 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 tan and red and blue Converse. I'm a fan of Doctor Who, guys.
a big fan. Who isn't? Oh. Oh, that's right. Taylor's not. <laughs> Taylor uh, doesn't understand back, baby back, baby that back. it's it's like <laughs> it's like freeform jazz sci-fi. It's like abstract art sci-fi. Of course, it's, of course. You have to appreciate its whimsy and its dead seriousness right. sandwiched together in a beautiful package of 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 endless, boundless, limitless storytelling. They can go anywhere. They can do anything, and they and it's just it's a smorgasbord. Of fantasy sci-fi, the likes of which it couldn't have anything to do with the C minus acting or the low budget or the poor execution or the that is all very objective. The acting (laughs) varies because it's a show that that you 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 have to understand. Doctor Who. This is a short, brief history of what Doctor Who is. It was on the air way the fuck back when, decades ago, in the sixties. This show was on the air. It was started in black and white in Britain. The story of this ancient space wizard called a Time Lord. He he uses a box that can mimic other objects. It just happens to mimic a police box. It's old, Police boxes are a British thing. Look it up. Google it. Uh, it can travel through time and space. And this Time Lord, when he, quote unquote, dies, he can regenerate into a new guy that's still him with all of his memories and experience, but it's a new person. That's the gist. They've done this like 14 times. Oh, they may have like different personality quirks. The show ran from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s, kind of died off in the 90s. There was a movie in 99 starring one doctor. Then 2005. Ooh, interesting. In 2005, they decided to do a soft reboot of the show. Still the same doctor on a new regeneration after this thing that they, they called the Time War. There was a Time War. And that's the genesis of the new show from 2005. And it was not watched a lot. The first season starring Chris Eccleston as the Doctor. You might remember him as the the Dark Elf in Thor Dark World. Or the bad guy in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. A lot of stuff. Chris there Eccleston. You go. Anyway, he was the Doctor for the, one, the first comeback season. Not a lot of people were watching. So when people first start, say, say you, you start. I'm like, hey, Taylor, you should watch Doctor Who. You start watching Chris Eccleston. Right. Actually, you started watching randomly in the middle with Matt Smith. I don't know how you thought that would work, but you you go Wait, back and you well, start watching it. I it's went back to start low budget. Out, yeah, it's very low budget. It's British budget, but the storytelling's there. And you can't tell me that Chris Eccleston had bad was a bad actor. Chris Eccleston was a very good actor. The first season, I I cannot speak for the chick the the companion lady. Rose. Yeah, I wouldn't because I have she's a, weak sauce, man. I mean, she's he's, weak. He's great. He's and fine. I didn't have the, a problem with his the acting. storytelling. You just have to accept that it's it's almost like a, a, a very abstract sci-fi show, but it's almost kind of like like an anthology show, like like Black Mirror, or in a, in a certain respect, because one episode they're in you know Victorian England, and the next episode they're in space, and the next episode back in time, back in time, and it's yeah. so you get a lot of really unique storytelling opportunities. I, I do. I kind Anything. of equate the regeneration of Doctor of the Doctor like uh, James Bond or or comic books. You good, know what I mean? You haven't like reasonable. with most TV shows. You have to accept that actor's going to die. This show's going to end. It's going to be done. Doctor Who's like Saturday Night Live in, in a respect because it can roll over Keep going and and so you get you not you not at the same time you get this character that's the character you love with all the experience and and history of that character but in a fresh new package and and now the current doctor is a woman a young white woman 
yeah. you know, and they're and probably going to be race changes and all sorts of stuff. So it can be representative of the culture. It can touch on new things. It's I, it's just very unique. And and I absolutely disagree that quote unquote the acting is terrible or C plus. Inevitably, okay, yeah, the doctor and maybe first the season. That, it, first season that I watched, it was yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know what? The so and so season of The Simpsons is better than this season of The Simpsons, and this season, this cast of SNL is better than this cast. What of was SNL. the worst season to of Parks say, and Rec? You know what I'm saying? Season one. Yeah. There you go. But I, I'm just trying to say like. But this technically you can't, wasn't. You can't say, one. quote unquote, the acting in Doctor There's Who is 800, all bad. 851 episodes From of the show total. 2005. 97, 97 are missing. Anyway, I know that's a different show, basically. Like I'm, yeah, I understand you can't, that. I'm not watching this, the black and white 60s era I'm not either. sci-fi show. I, I'm, I'm just saying there are different eras of this show. Each actor is, and in within the each actor, Matt Smith, there's early Matt Smith episodes and there's later Matt Smith. Episodes. So, so here's just there's, for our, for our audience, the real truth, the bottom line <laughs> for Taylor, with all of according this, according to you. Yeah. According to me, cause this is what, this is his me, truth. This is okay. my, what happened. Speak your truth. You guys got hooked. There was a hook in it for y'all season one at some point. Y'all felt attached or liking to the show to keep going when I never felt it. it. And it doesn't, I can't tell you exactly why. The acting's just an excuse. Yeah, you're right. The doctor did the fine. Do- like, inevitably, the, the, there's the, plenty the, of the, other the support actors. Playing actors. The companion is usually a young, inexperienced actor because it's usually like it's early, someone in their early 20s, someone just starting their acting career. But the doctor, you can't tell me. Chris Eggleston, now, okay, I guess David Tennant. I have heard a I, lot of David Tennant is a taste for certain people, but you can't tell me that he. I don't know. The acting wasn't bad. They delivered these grandia, especially Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi. These you can't tell me Peter Capaldi is a bad fucking actor. David the dude David Tennant had some great it. huge. Okay, keep going, Taylor. Huge moments, huge emotional. So pitchfork. I moments. still disagree overall. I think y'all make some good points that there are good. A- there's good acting in the show, but I'm looking at the absolutely big- comparable to like to I, like we're watching TNG right. This entire podcast has been under underpinned by the fact that the three of us are watching together on off weeks t- and a couple episodes of TNG. We're on season like what six? Yeah, the yeah. second to last season. We that's a beloved show for us. I know the but, point you're making already. Look at the acting. Yeah, in that I know. I know. I, I know the take, point you're uh, making. Set Jordy, set 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 Lavar Burton and Patrick Stewart <laughs> aside. Let's take Lavar Burton and Patrick Stewart and put them over in a little box. Every other performance on that show is ridiculous. Well, even Lavar Lavar Burton sometimes is kind of like. Mm. Yeah, because the, it was a room full of white guys trying to write realistic dialogue for a space black guy. Yeah. It just wasn't working. But like this, it wasn't. He did his best. But nothing about what you just said changes the fact that nothing hooked me about the show. You showed me a pre-show, actually, for our audience. Evan showed me some trailers for different... Uh, out of other, context is hard, though. Out of I'm context, to, but he just said, did, this, did that do anything for you? And I said no, yeah. and it didn't. And the show never... those All those the episodes where y'all said they were excellent... I'm just saying that's the first one that kind of grabbed me. For me... So there's nothing else. I mean, it, to me, it's an excuse. If you say, if you watch a whole season of a show and somebody says that nothing about it is hooking me, 
and then you say, oh, you got to watch the next one. I mean, I think that's a well, bad start. How many times have we said you got to power through season one on how many shows? No, you know what? Power, power Who, through my... it would be an understatement I'm... of how I got through Doctor Who season one. I'm I tired forced, of that. I forced I'm myself. sick of that. You know what? You should start Doctor Who, and if you don't like it, stop watching it, because it's a great fucking show from Jump Street. If it's for you, it's for you, and if it's not, it's exactly. not. I'm tired of these, oh, you just need to stick with stick with it. It's, no, I didn't have to stick with it. I started watching Doctor Who. You loved it right the away. The stakes that they set up where they didn't tell you a lot about what his what he's coming out of, it was just this mysterious bonk and this weird little adventure he took this girl on and then it sort of rolled into the just kept rolling into because every the first season always kind of ended with you want to keep keep going and she's like yeah okay it this curiosity factor what i i was parsing out the show as i was watching that first season and um and and the fact that it was only one season with eccleston something about that that's what got me when it you 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 were just like oh man this the the sacrifice and the stakes they kind of set up regardless of the fact it was a little silly that's the whole point they build these stakes within this whimsical construct and 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 these and just these sort of where sci-fi meets fantasy like i was saying it's a fantasy show more than it's a sci-fi show it's a fantasy show that uses sci-fi tropes and science jigger jargon to to build this i don't know this 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 feeling in me like when i when i when he and then the the idea that this dude like the re- whole regeneration thing when eccleston regenerated into tenant i was just like Something went. I was like, "Oh, holy sh!" Like, I I enjoy interesting ways to to do to do really neat storytelling. I like storytelling in a unique package. But there are plenty of people out there who say that they didn't like the Eccleston season. Not that they didn't like Eccleston. They just didn't like that season. I love Bad so, Wolf. Bad that whole fucking I, thing. When the when the whole Bad Wolf thing comes full circle, I was like. Oh my god! Like when they but, use science, you know, physics and science but and they time say, to to fiddle faddle some Deus Ex Machina, it, it just wowed me. But when they say once you get into Tenant and start watching his episodes, like they became fans. Well, you immediately got the fact that they had that one season to to let you go. Ah, oh, you this guy's de- oh no, wheelie whap whoop whoop, and they throw a new dude at you. You're like. If they had, if it had started with Tennant and he'd have just been there right. for eight years, that Eccleston was crucial in the way that happened, and it ro- immediately it was like, oh shit, who's this new fucking guy? What is going on? And then he's so weird, and you're trying to. Un- by the time you, I sat there long enough, going, what the fuck is going on with this show? I'm three seasons in, going, I fucking love this stupid weird. Ju-. It's the exact same way I fell in love with wrestling. It, I was a, I was just sitting there going, what is this weird show? This isn't like any other TV show. How many episodes into season two did you watch, Taylor? I think I watched two, the first two, yeah. and then I stopped. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to tell people. It's not a matter of oh, just keep watching. It's like, well, I think Justin was making a point that come? that a lot of people don't like season one, not because of any factor, just what they didn't like it, right? And you're saying they got hooked during season two, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak to that. I didn't right. watch season two. I only watched season one. 
and I watch two episodes and then I'm because I'm like, I'm going to give this doctor a shot here. Let's come on. Come on. Turn it off. <laughs> and that was it. I haven't turned it back on since then. And by the way, each time it's not anybody's fault. It's just surely y'all have had a show where everybody's recommending it and then curb curb and then you you realize you're you're putting it on not because you want to watch it but because you want to like it yeah. scroll because down your a friends little bit. like it's it by me right scroll down a little bit i'm gonna tr- down to the lower bits i'm gonna see if there's something like that there's nothing maybe i should give season two a shot maybe i should remove the red maybe i should do that and i don't have to go through season one again you know what i mean it's been about a year i can't think of anything i can equate it to i watch everything there's bound to be something you oh, started there's watching. There's something that. I started and stopped literally three, big, three big times. Love. Big love you stopped. Three things I started and stopped. The, uh, one show Weeds. that I started and stopped three times. Weeds. Psych. I have tried to watch Psych. So, like, literally, I've started it three times and I, I just can't. <laughs> nice. I didn't know that. That's I can't. I've I didn't tried, know that either. I've tried. Oh, like, boy. I, I, the pop culture references and the fact that they popped up on wrestling a couple times and i've heard like oh there's the twin peak i'm like i'm just gonna all right let's get this going i'm just sitting there and i'm just it's just and i so i get it i get it i get that it's some californication can't watch it uh weeds really can't, can't finish it i didn't I, know he tried to watch california they're boring they're, i don't like them i don't wow. like them. i don't like psych see ryan, I don't like california. ryan i've tried strongly dude, i've tried i've tried everything i do too i've yeah. tried everything at least an episode or or, or so I just it definitely yeah, you, and if you it, did you did that with big, if I don't feel you did compelled that with, you did that with big love did you finish the newsroom no so there you go there's another one you didn't finish I start a lot of shows and just don't finish them so you're you know I, I didn't give Californication I, enough okay. of a try I just didn't I Here, don't, here's I'm, a here's a bombshell I'm remo- I'm removing the red from Doctor Who I'm removing the red from Doctor Who and that's because I've had enough time. <laughs> <laughs> to forget what I watched a little bit. So when I start, if I start season two, it'll be. But do you, do you new, know what I'm I, trying I, to I'll say? Remember, I'll remember enough from season one. Yeah. I'll get by. I'm not rewatching season one. I no, don't like it. Ju- yeah. Do I want to see what, if maybe, you never know. Maybe it, I'll get. Listen, I, like, I, I want to say this. And then if I don't, it's okay. Uh, you know, okay. At, when I first started watching Doctor Who, I was just kind of like, what is this? I got through a few episodes. And There's I a kinda, curiosity factor. Like I, I kind of lean I, into the curiosity factor. I powered through eight episodes, oh, I and I got to the episode that we're talking about, the empty child, and that's when like I really fell in love with the Doctor, with Chris Chris Eccleston as the Doctor, and then only a few episodes later, he regenerates and you lose him, and you're like, well, who the fuck is this guy? There, that it does that. No show does that. No, no show's ever done that. And so you kind, and then it took maybe about three or four episodes until I was finally like, okay, okay, I kind of get his deal. And then since he's figuring himself out, the whole like he's still like like when you get a cake out of the oven, the start of a new doctor when they regenerates, there's this like a few episodes where he's just like, do I still like a thing? Am I still that kind of person? I don't know. Fuck. Like it's just like you're. You're a whiteboard. You're still the same whiteboard, but like, oh, for a thousand years, we're going to scribble on this whiteboard, like and then we're going to wipe it clean. You're physically, he regenerated, but internally, like mentally, he's still, he's still kind of... It's all mushed, and he's trying got, to figure himself I out. Little, I like, got a sense of that from the first it's, uh, couple, that he's he was 
finding his footing. And yeah, that doesn't and change. As, and as he's finding his footing, you're kind of finding your, your footing, footing with him. And the show itself. Yeah. Because you're not, because it never gives you a chance to get used to his surroundings. You got the little box, and then those little doors open, and you don't know what that episode's going to be about. Like it's gonna, it's this. And how often? How often? How often do you have? I mean, there's episodes of Star Trek that are awful. How often do you have an episode that you don't like? More less often than I'm. I'm. I'm fascinated by the weird Doctor Who problem. You know how we talk about. That didn't really answer my question. I I kind of wanted to Let, get it like a out of each season, how many episodes? One episode, if you're two ta- episodes that you don't really care for, two, or, or two, you, maybe two, one or two, one or okay. two, maybe where I'm like I I I've been, where I'll still watch it for the sake the fact that it's something <laughs> something, but it, inevitably it's it's a unique it's the same. That's why you ever notice how on BBC America they show big blocks of Doctor Who and big blocks of TNG. All at the same in Star Trek, all at the same time, because inevitably, like you know, we we refer to you know we judge Discovery by do they solve Star Trek problems? Do they? this space thing? Let's use some space knowledge to fix this space thing. Same thing. That's Star Trek. Like they're using their brains and their smarts to science bang away on a big glass thing to solve a science problem. I don't know. Chakotay episodes <laughs> have a spiritual dimension. <laughs> oh my spirit guide. But no, yeah, the, whoa, man, I can't, we need to talk about Voider. <laughs> um, Doctor Who has the same kind of beats. <laughs> What's this saying? What's going on? You fucking use some space magic to fix or, or a clever oops clever. and do the thing. I'm a clever. Like a lot of, like, I like a what lot. What if I just don't like that? I don't. I see. There's, it's I, I one feel of those like things it's, where I'm starting no. to look at the things you like and I'm lining up a lot. Like, like Monster of the Week. How, how come I can watch the... Okay, so here's an example. I watched the original Star Trek series. That is very rough around the edges. Not, what, not, not, not from the acting. I know how to look at this. How, from, what do you appreciate... Sets, what do you appreciate about something the about original series? My, my, I don't know. I, it was, what is it that made you go, oh, this show... What is it about the original series? Because let me tell you I something. Love, I Doctor love sci-fi. Fucking, Doctor fucking I love Who sci-fi. And the original series are like cousins, dude. I love sci-fi. They are I from love... the same DNA, the same pot of sci-fi goo in the 60s. They are. Like, it is the same thing. <laughs> it's Thank you for that. Cheese. It's cheese. It's borderline questionable acting. It's questionable sets. It's, borderline it's questionable. Rubber, rubber fucking acting. That was right from r- Evan's aliens. mouth. Not I'm telling mine. you. But but hold on. What do you when you watch to the original series? There's a few people Ugh. you can point to where it's, it's like well, they're struggling. But then you it's have rough. Then you've got fu- like you know DeForest Kelly just ripping the scenes. You know the three but stars of that, that show were, were but good actors. So they're surrounded by my people point. Supported. My point is that you're right. They're it's made the from same the same formula. goo and the same stuff. Formula. But there's something different what enough the to where British racist. <laughs> no you're racist against. Hey, oi. Oh, you fucking cunt. What are you fucking... Oh, you don't like British people, you it does not, fucking prick. It does not hook me. I'll fucking knock your fucking it, it block just, off, you fucking piece of shit. And Star Trek takes a few episodes to get going, and then I'm in. There's but so Doctor much fanfic Who, and comic books about Doctor Who showing up on the fucking Enterprise. I, there, are, there is a mountain of Star Trek Doctor Who 
official Doctor Who Star Trek crossover stories. I I cannot be the only one. Can I? I don't know, dude. There is the like. I'm not. I'm not. You're. You're. Venn you're. Venn hey, wait, 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 wait. I'm not saying they're they're completely you're, overlapping. Your 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 wife. Your wife. True. That's right. You're right. My wife does not. There's like another. There, the other person there in this house slip. right now is in my camp. She likes Star Trek, but does not like <laughs> Doctor Who. I am not alone. I just don't get it. I'm not. I'm not. My point is, I'm not alone. There's got to be some people listening. That I feel are like nodding. Doctor Who has some Monster of the Week kind of. But I like it, that. Here, I know. I watch Supernatural. I watch X Files. I've seen every episode of those two shows. It the the. So what is the it? The stuff about I it? like about it's Star ama- Trek. It's amazing to me. To what me, I like it's amazing. It's just as amazing. Just as how perplexed y'all are. Yeah. I am just as perplexed. I, I'm trying to figure am, this out too, dude. I'm just saying, like, I think the stuff we like about Star Trek is is all very similar. I like that it's hopeful. I like that it, it that it's hope, hopeful. If I had to boil it all down, Star Trek is in a slim category of of entertainment products that have a hopeful message optimistic optimistic humanity humanity can do it yeah we can do like listen i love a good dystopia you know how many thousands of hours i put into fallout yeah you know how much i love walking dead and all sorts of post-apocalyptic stuff but the uh battle battlestar galactica Galactica. everything i love can i can i read game of thrones everything's post-apocalyptic but no you may not because creed is coming on the show no sorry let me read something so this this is from facebook a long time ago I know exactly what this is yeah yeah i mean evan sent this to me after i really got into doctor who i think we was between seasons or something and i was i read it and i was like that's exactly what it is okay so this post says what my friend asked colon what's doctor who about he's what i said was it's about an alien named the doctor who travels through time in a spaceship that looks like a police telephone box who saves people and other aliens with the help of his companions and a tool called a sonic screwdriver. What I meant, it's about friendship and bravery and love and loss and life and death and forgiveness and guilt and being human and being less than human, sometimes being a bit more than human, skill and intellect and sometimes a little bit of luck, finding the extraordinary in the seemingly ordinary, looking up at the night sky and realizing you're part of an impossibly beautiful and mysterious universe and that you don't know all the answers no matter how clever you are it's about looking inside yourself and realizing you're far greater than the external conditions of your life you're not a shop girl you're not a successful medical doctor you're not a temp you're not a little girl who needs to grow up or a boy that thinks the love of his life could have done better you're the most important person in creation and at the same time you're having the most insignificant thing in the world or you are the most in uh, insignificant thing in the world and having the ability to choose between the two at any given time is fantastic it's about embracing your inner darkness so that you can stand in the light of your truth it's about having the guts to do what's right even when everyone else just runs away yeah that's what doctor who's about it's that mic drop it, should be a it, mic drop Hope, in other words, hopefulness. <laughs> Hopeful. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's it's the same thing when I watch any given episode of any Star Trek show, from Enterprise to TNG to Discovery to the original series. That hopeful, like we're humans, we're flawed, we're smart, we can fucking figure shit out, and everybody just we're gonna try and get along as best we can. And Yahoo! Yay, science! Yay, people! Yay, being, you know. 
not giving in to our darkest fucking shit. Doctor Who's the same fucking show. <laughs> okay, so the, I, I just thought of, just, I, I, I've been thinking about it. I think it's the whimsical. Mark it right again. The whimsicalness of the storytelling bothers me. There is, well, who knows what it is, but I'm just giving another theory. Differences between Star Trek and Doctor Who, or Supernatural and Doctor Who, or whatever, your, your Monster of the Week show, they are grounded in a certain reality to an extent. Yeah. And in Doctor Who, just like Evan just said, yes, Star Trek can throw a holodeck episode in or whatever and take you somewhere else, but in general, it's you have a base, a hub, and the ship and the format is relatively similar. Doctor Who is radically different environments. Uh, TARDIS. The TARDIS is, is just one building. Is it? It's a big building. It's a piece of technology. I don't know everything about it. How would I? But... The, that's you're missing the point. It's bigger on the inside. You're missing the point. You're missing Justin. It's bigger on the inside. I'm trying it's to smaller on the outside. I'm trying to tell y'all that there are different. Star Trek is not the same exact format as no. Doctor no. Who. It's not. They're made of the same stuff, but the stuff is arranged very differently. And they there's something different about it because I love Star Trek and don't like Doctor Who. It's I can't put my finger on it, but. I can. It's but for it's, me, it's bombastic in a way I like. I it's, honestly, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the win, Evan. I'm not gonna keep arguing because Taylor took the red off. I did. He did. Yeah. So I'm just gonna take the win. That, it is, that's a win it, for me. It's a total win for y'all. It's and it's just this. Like, you're, you can't get me to admit it's a, that it's all these great things no, no, right now. Because Taylor, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying it's a big, bombastic, emotional show. That has just the right amount of whimsy to tweak my, and and honestly, it's the fact that it has that open-ended nature. Okay, it could, go, uh, it could go. Listen, what do I like? What's my favorite fucking thing in the world? Wrestling. wrestling. Does it ever end? No. No. Is it going on forever? Yes. Doctor Who feels the same way to me. It's something I feel like. Marvel. Look at all the things. <laughs> I like stuff that's going to go on for 10 years or 20 years, and I can wrap myself in it like a blanket and get really fucking invested. We just talked and about that two episodes ago in Smallville. There's there's a lot of it, and we like that there's a lot of it. It's just a lot of just a bunch of stuff. Supernatural. There's a lot of it because it and just, oh, we, it we've, so good. we've always recognized that there are different types yeah. of good, yeah. and sometimes for a show like Supernatural... I want as much of it as possible. Right. For a show like X-Files, I want as much of it as possible. For, I don't know what else is up here that, uh, you get the point. There's there's certain shows that I'm okay. Doctor Who, well, Star Trek. It's all, think how yes. many years of Star Trek have we gotten? Voyager, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, you know, whatever. I've the watched, original TNG, the movies. I've watched enough of Star Trek to say I'm a Star Trek fan yeah. now. You can't tell me I'm not because I've, I've watched I've watched, watched everything deeply watched everything but the cartoon the animated series which I need to go back You've and watch. watched more than me but I'm nearly to the point where Evan's I can say even I've watched played, for Evan's even played alone, the online no. MMO I have I read all of the lore of the online <laughs> MMO hence why I know about the 
the the the when we were talking about how you like the doctor, I was like, ooh, in the in the extended universe, the doctor leads a holographic, you know, like revolution where holographic. I love that stuff. Oh, oh, Star Trek. That's the stuff I'm talking about, though. That whimsy, that that uh, that this kind of storytelling you can only get in sci-fi. I feel like Doctor Who is the pinnacle of that. I should give it. I should give it a rating five out of (laughs) ten. What's your rating, Evan? My rating for Doctor Who is a 9.35. I really don't want to move it. There's going to be some stuff that might go up above it, but I, I just, listen, I could give it a 7. I could give it a 9. Like, it, it, it's at a, for me, this big objective list of ours that doesn't matter since there's huge blanks on it and it's done, the ratings, it's just our heart. It's our heart with these shows. Doctor Who has given me, it, I don't know, man, just like wrestling for me, it's just underpinned so many eras of my life. And I can just, it, I I like that it's it was so warm and ho- it came along when I needed something warm and hopeful and it and it it's always just doughy eyed looking towards the horizon going yeah, we're gonna get through this impossible you know storytelling they do and they put this character through a lot and seeing a character that exudes resilience like thousands of years of resilience and and it's a character that doesn't hurt anybody he through every iteration he doesn't use weapons he fucking thinks his way out of all of his problems i think and because in the end maybe the reason it doesn't strike with you the people that make doctor who still maintain it's a show for children it is a kid show a very adult a kid show that had it, it was always for kids. The original Doctor Who was for like li- like little kids in the sixties, just like Star Trek. Star Trek was not for grown ups. Teen, you know, the original series was made generally for like teenagers and little kids. It was Buck Rogers. I I don't know about yes, that. Yes, well, okay. uh, older people started liking it. Some but I of can those tell you the people making it. Some of those were, episodes were making a show that was generally for young, not for like grown up men coming home from work. It was for it was for people coming home from school. It, it was it that was especially Doctor Who. Doctor Who was made for a much younger audience. I, and I'm it only got thinking, embraced by an old. I'm only audience. thinking of Star Trek, and there's episodes where I just don't think it's. You watch the first season of the original children. series. I feel like yes, it, it, it the reason it was such a risk is because it was like a drama, but it was for that time period. You go back to the sixties, spacemen and space guns and space was for little kids. That was little kid stuff. That but was, it, but it changed that. It, that it changed that. Yeah, but it also got canceled after three, three seasons. seasons. So let's not. And after season two is pretty much canceled. Yeah. Doctor Who was just this show. It's like kids sat down to watch it. Their parents sat down to watch it with them. And it was just this. It became. It was such. It so created, maybe that's it. It's a. Maybe I feel it's childish. And and I was gonna bring up something just a few minutes ago. That's I expect people that dismiss all sci-fi as childish. That's that's why you're dismissing it. It's because no, I mean, it's, no 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 no. Just because there's it's a, more fantasy. It's a tone. And. As deep as it is, it's not. Doesn't seem eh, deep enough. I don't. I, I don't, don't know. Really I don't want, know how. To, how you don't have to give how, it a rating for how wanna. for how deep the concept of the show is. Yeah. When I actually watched how they executed it, I thought it was actually way too shallow for the bigness of the ideas that they were exploring. If that makes sense, like the script wasn't smart enough for the concept at least in season one yes i can see that i just i feel and like i'm the bru- fact that i'm those- brutal with that stuff but yeah. i mean and star trek fails me a lot too in, in this way is i'm it, like it yeah. gets it gets deeper after season one 
That's the thing, though. So the criticisms you're levying at Doctor Who could be levied at the original series, TNG, Voyager, yeah, and it, Enterprise, it, right. all of them. All but, of Star Trek can be which, criticized as being sort of half-wrought. Look at TNG objectively. The ship, the, the sets are awful. Carpeted spaceship. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the most garish, silly... The uniforms are silly. <laughs> Most of the scripts are silly. The the very idea that we always bring up, there's children on silly. that ship. There's children on that ship, and they're sailing into... Fu- TNG is the most buckwild show. You can poke <laughs> so many holes in TNG, it's almost <laughs> gross. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Like, it's, it, uh, every, I don't know. So I, it's I, fun. It, 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 uh, it, it's an odd argument. The, the 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 Star Trek Doctor Who back and forth for will forever confuse me. There's a you. different tone. It's a different tone. Jo- let's with, let, hold on, hold on. When Jordy fucking hologram. No, no, no. Uh, Riker no. in his pajamas, silk pajamas, playing the trombone. Uh, Alexander. Uh, every episode with 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 Crusher. Uh, so uh, I I actually uh, let me think. Um, so here's something I'm gonna I'm gonna tribbles, say this right now. Uh, TNG has there are quite a few episodes that I actually dislike in TNG because they're just poorly done. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean I I love the show and I thirty episodes a season. It's it's uh, I will say this right now. Voyager is a more consistent show than TNG. Yeah. You know what Voyager doesn't have that that makes it a better show? A budget. Deanna Troy. Oh, oh Deanna Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Captain, oh my senses, my spider senses tingling, Captain. Yeah, I mean me. TNG has some fundamentally weak characters, yeah. and Voyager has none. Like I, I will every, say that right every now. Every time anybody that watches TNG, I'm, I'm putting the original series aside because obviously it was sexist. It's all fuck, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the, uh, it is very sexist. The original, um, <laughs> so bad. The, the TNG and Deep Space Nine have some very deeply flawed sexist messages within them. Fucking Voyager, between they get Jan- it, they're getting Janeway it right. and Belana Torres and Seven and Nine. That show just. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it, so it, you, it might. I'll just say this one last thing. Voyager. It depending on how it goes for the rest. I'm on like season five, early season five. It may overtake TNG. Oh, let's see. All, let's all see what. Let's, let's see what Star, you think of the, the last couple. The of se- let's see what you think of the last couple of seasons, and also the the hey, wrap I, up the last episode. I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for seven of nine. For three full seasons, you get, you're there now, and I finally get to her. And now you're telling me that the rest of the show sucks. I no, thought no, I thought no. she was a great no, no. character. No, 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 he just said wait till you... I said wait till like the last season. They, this oh, it pulls a DS nine on me. It's gonna pull they, a Deep Space Nine on me. They lean a little <laughs> heavy on the Borg to I, I like to that support. So the fact, like the the show, what? you're spoiling. It's this one of those spoiling. network shows that okay, probably should have uh, ended a season. Okay, you know how networks okay, are. Okay, I'm not okay. going to say ne- is Met Voyager's immune from the normal network. Like, yeah, no, I uh, one more, two more seat, three. Listen, three more seasons. What do you say? Yeah, some more space stuff. You know what I mean? That's that that happens to every network show. The, every network show just gets toasted with like, well, like let me, at least a season let me where they probably should ca- I'll cautiously look at the last few seasons. Like I said, I'm not moving anything. It's yet. still great. I love Voyager, dude. You know, you're doing a, you're doing a very smart thing, watching that show. Thank you. 
Good job. Thank you. All right, so Evan, it was your number five show on your list, Doctor yeah. Who. And what was it for you, Justin? So my rating is a nine point zero one, just a hundredth of a point above Breaking Bad. <laughs> and it's my number ten show, so it's my top ten. And uh, all for the same reasons we've been talking about it the whole time. It's so full. It's Justin has a a finely tuned, just like me. There's something about that really bombastically hopeful message just like I, that clip i showed you before we started recording matt smith oh. yelling at some unimaginable evil sun d- demon thing just like using his emotions to 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 subdue it like that for me it's just like it just gives me this feeling over my back and shoulders and arms and heart and i'm just like oh man yeah man wish my emotions could save the universe <laughs> fuck like because i have a lot of them here like that's like we were saying before i've cried it's tons of stuff entertain i love when entertainment can just reach out and go oh and just like use like a tuning fork and go boom and it's just like <laughs> I, when i was a kid here's a fun to, when i was a kid my dad plays guitar my favorite thing in the world was take his little tuning fork little metal tuning fork and and then like like press it less slightly press it that fucking oh it give me chills like i was just like the 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 tuning fork on my face gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Tweaks my emotion in the same way. It just I'm like, oh fuck. Like when the doctor it's just they 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 build these little sandcastles of emotion and then they walk it over and you're just like, holy shit, fuck. Oh like when the re regenerates. When David Tennant I'm, I know, I'm not i I'm not gonna oh spoilers. It's his line before. <laughs> Spoilers: David Tennant eventually regenerated into three more dudes and a lady. Um, his last line, like he doesn't like. No, Eccleston was like excited to regenerate. He's like, I was fucking great, and he boom passed it off to Tennant. Tennant's like j- mimicking David Tennant in real life, who didn't quite want to. He just wanted to keep going. He loved being Doctor Who. He was just like, I don't. The, the, his look on his face, like I don't want to go. He's like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to go. And then, boom, and all of a sudden, he's Matt Smith. I've gotten to watch it now several times. Watching the fans collectively go, fucking no! Like, and yeah. and they think that the, the turnaround from this isn't my doctor to, oh, don't go. Oh, don't go yet. No, fucking new person. Shit. Like, Capaldi, there was so much backlash because the show went from two very attractive young men building the show to its height and all of a sudden Matt Smith regenerated into grizzled looking Peter Capaldi and and there was a backlash and like my opinion was like fuck all those little girls who fell in love with the show because it was a cute gir- cute guy so fucking watch the sci-fi Peter Capaldi was great and then when, and then he had you know, and then he regenerated and it was Jody it, it was just like Jody Whitaker when it was it was just my heart just like it it's just that emotion that it can draw out in me and has drawn out in me a bunch of times some of these just big like i said bombastic fighting the power moments i love it i love it yeah i love it it's so uh, our next question would normally be who's your favorite character but it's pretty obvious who the best character is over the course of the whole show so older i'm gonna split it into two (laughs) i'm gonna split it into two questions evan Who's your favorite doctor? Uh, at this point, probably Capaldi. I, I'm in the weird minority that loved his seasons. Loved that they were a little darker. I loved Missy. 
the master who regenerated into a woman. Uh, and she was great. Just that, that the interplay between Peter Capaldi and that the, the actress that played Missy just yeah. made Capaldi. Capaldi was just so much fun. So mean. Like mean, but he, like, like, because, like I said, still the doctor. He got the 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 unique situation of the like like Rose, where the companion carried over to a new doctor. Yeah. So so um, I forget her name. Billy. No, no, it's the brown haired one, the little mousy brown haired girl that was with oh. Smith at the end. Clara. She, Clara. She all of a sudden she there was she had represented the the female fan base that kind of was like, ah, who's this old man? Like in the way that. Like there was a scene that he had where like he had to like explain like you see me but you don't see me it's still me like he's it, it that that shit where still the exact same doctor but a brand new dude just he sold it he was he had a, had a whole Capaldi from start to finish that scene where he's trapped in the in the weird maze trap thing for like a thousand years punching at that wall oh, trying yeah. to get to the tar like like builds these big he built to such big crescendos and not in such a big cheesy way as like tenant and smith whereas tenant and smith would shake their fists at the sky like capaldi would just grimace he's like fur he's like he's bringing and, down my doctor anyway <laughs> well, during capaldi his, i love capaldi matt smith who was fantastic he i liked his companions better than him like as as much as it took me to Except David Tennant as my doctor, like I Matt Smith instantly. I was just like, okay, I like this guy. Like I was like ready to. I mean, I didn't want to lose Tennant because it was great, and watching the regeneration, it was tough. That was brutal. That was a brutal one. But from the first episode of Matt Smith, where he crashed and met Amelia, and I was just you know I instantly yeah. For for me during the Matt Smith era, Matt Smith was oh I've seen some of his. That's I like, yeah. random I like, season. Yeah. I like the pawns. I like Amy and Rory. Well, that's the next question. They st- Who's okay. your favorite companions? Damn, damn, hands down, Amy and Rory. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that that was the Amy and Rory show. And the whole story of them and River Song and the Doctor and the the the, the, the Doctor and River Song going in opposite directions. The whole here's my favorite Doctor Who let's call it this is another one. My favorite Doctor Who thing. Favorite little arc. Favorite story arc, whatever. The story of River Song moving in the opposite direction as the Doctor. Yeah, was some of the most blow my brain like <laughs> blow my blew my brain out of my head. The and and so uh, discounting all the Amy and Rory stuff, none of this will make sense for anyone. I'm trying not to spoil some of this really good stuff. Even though I know he's not even listening. <laughs> um, it, it's <laughs> yeah, and, like. River Song being introduced in that episode with Tennant. <laughs> yeah. At the she dies. River Song dies in her first appearance and she moves in the opposite direction. Yeah. So she has a relationship with the doctor and they're going in opposite directions in time. There gets to a point in a later season She dies? What? Nothing. When you first River Song no, dies? stop it Evan no don't I know, say it again. It. He doesn't like the show so I'm uh, No, he's going to watch it. Stop it. He River meets Song this dies. girl for the first time. Uh, and you find she he I meets know. her for the first time and goes through this whole thing with her. Mm. And he and 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 she's a and she's gonna sacrifice himself herself for him. And, she, and he and he's like, why? And she tells him to come here and she whispers in his ear and he's like, You know my name. No one knows his name. 
That's how they introduced this character. And zap, she's gone. But she shows up again. And she then you come to find out she's going this way in time, and he's going the other. And they're having a relationship that they know at the end she will eventually not know who he is. Uh, it's some of the coolest I was, bullshit. I was reading ever. at uh, a Business Insider top doctors. Tenant is number one. Okay, everyone loves Tenant. He says there's almost no way around naming David Tennant the top doctor of all time. Though Eccleston opened up the modern age of Doctor Who, Tennant breathed life into the character. He didn't shy away from the softer side of the Doctor and also made the character quite the romantic mm-hmm. and extremely likable lead. But look at what the was correla- the name of, what was the name of the, the guy co- you said? Look at the correlation. He said Peter Capaldi. Look at the I don't correlation. Think he even made the list. Hold on. Yeah, no, he did. He was four. Look at the correlation okay. between the viewership of the show from when they brought it back in 2005 via each doctor. They, no one's watching with Eccleston. They reintroduce it, and that first season is very flat. And it starts doing this, Taylor. It just, David Tennant grows the audience to the point where when Matt Smith takes over, it's one of the most watched shows on TV. The, the rise of that show, it was almost a miracle. It's the nichest of niche. It's strange. It's British. But they introduced it on BBC. The first it was on Sci-Fi. They brought it back and it was on Sci-Fi. That's where Doctor Who first came, was ported to America in 2005. They yeah. brought it back on Sci-Fi. Then when BBC America launched, it. by the time Tenant was midway through, I think the BBC America became a channel. And it, it, it created that channel. BBC America happened because because Doctor Who was in such high demand and was getting such good ratings. And the budget went up. And you watch the budget midway through Tenant just go through the like the you noticeably it more impressive aliens, lots more rubber suits, lots more CGI. It was it it's by about season three, I think, is where you you'll watch like literally pull up like the if you go home watch, pull up the ratings, you know line chart. You'll that'll probably tell you where you should probably start watching. It just no, I would just say continue. or what you need to continue it because it, it it just goes bonk like it just all that's the. I remember, I remember watching it at the beginning, and I'm like, okay, this show looks very British. You know, when you watch British shows, they kind of have that like film over the camera. It's kind of, it's kind of a little, little blurry. It. When it got popular, it got Americanized. But when that budget came through and it, and it landed on BBC America, you saw that like, like Matt it Smith, cleared up. Well, you saw the just what the preview I showed you of yeah. Capaldi. You know, this, the the the, the, the oh, it looks cheap. Become it's not the case anymore, yeah. especially now. Right. Like I, I, God, Jody, jo, Jody Whitaker's like her uh, everything. I like everything so far with the new. The, uh, but just like every other, here's my criticism. Here's my one big criticism of Doctor Fucking Who. It's like every other goofy ass British show. It's like, oh, we're gonna release like four episodes, yeah. Then we're gonna take a little break for tea for six months, and then we'll release the rest of the season just because I don't know. Oh, here's one episode at Christmas because we're kooky, and then here's the rest of the next season. Then we're gonna immediately start the new thing, and it's just like. Oh, yeah, it's weird. It's it's, but that's every British show. Yeah, every British show sputters and stops and starts and 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 has like half seasons and mid season breaks and and then Doctor Who has the Christmas specials and up till recently now it's a New Year's special and then they have like the end of Tenant. Here's the other thing: at the end of oh, Tenant, yeah. they have these little mini movies or where his actual regeneration takes place. It is a very complicated show to watch. 
for the most part. You got season one, you got season two, you got season three, you got the tenant burr, you got just, season just four. Just find a page that says how to watch Doctor Who. And watch it. And it'll walk, walk you yeah. through what to it's, watch. It's Well, I would be good for watching season two and three, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, but just when easy. you get to the very end of se- of Tenant, if you just watched from the end of that season to the beginning of Matt, you wouldn't, you, all of a sudden Matt Smith would, you, you wouldn't would see, you'd miss some of the best, Water of Mars. Yep. That's one of my favorite Doctor Who stories, just people turning around. Some of the, some of the scary episodes are, sc- <laughs> when the budget goes up, some of the scary space monsters or bug, booger bears are genuinely unsettling. One word, Evan. The Weeping Angels. Blink. Oh, and the yeah, the silence. Like no, Blink oh. is Blink is the Weeping Angels episode with Sally Sparrow. Okay. And hey, we're back. Sorry. Telephone. <laughs> Continue on. Um so you were saying Sally Sparrow. Yeah, so the Blink episode. Blink episode. With the Weeping Angels. Like my new my new online screen name for most things is now Don't Blink, dude. Uh, yeah. It's a mix of the Big Lebowski and Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, the Weeping Angels are this alien race. They look like like angel statues. But if you look away or you blink when you're not looking at them is the only time they can move. So when you're looking at them, they're frozen like a statue. I've seen that. You blink, look away, they... Yeah. I've There's, seen that. Then they've got another bad guy alien race called the Silence, where you only can see them and remember them. When you're looking at them, the minute you look away, it's like you, you're, they're, they're wiped. They're they're wiped from your. Mind. I've seen that too. Yeah. It's and they and those aliens are used to such eerie effect in some episodes <sighs> and some of the weird dark space concept boogie monsters they come up with, like the Water of Mars episode, where they'll scare the shit out of you and then somehow via the Doctor and his hopefulness turn it into this positive end yeah or it'll end eerie and uncomfortable and then it's a show that's just at this point very unafraid of some very strange and different and kind of fascinating storytelling that's doctor who now like it's just this perpetual storytelling machine that gives you this kind of loose this this construct of this guy this character this person god fucking how appropriate it's like a non-binary you know, you can't classify the doctor now as man or woman because he's been both. And it's just this. I don't know. <laughs> now it just keeps going. Every new episode, the the whole yeah. every Jody Whitaker episode has been just another cra- like that. Ep- beautiful. That episode about India. Yeah. God bless America. Like some of the best. I think the best of that show is yet to come. I'll say what's your favorite thing about Doctor Who. My favorite thing. Favorite thing. Uh, the. Honestly, the fact that it, the the stuff that like the, the Taylor's pinging it for the fact that it's not this very rigid construct, like Star Trek has a lot of incredible storytelling that is kind of stuck in it. That is just now with Discovery, and from what it looks like, Star Trek Picard breaking out of this box that it built for itself. Yeah, Discovery is still Star Trek, but they've taken the like window dressing that every Star Trek show. Where it's they took that and they hung it on a thing and they went yes that is some of Star Trek but here's what really what a lot of Star Trek like I don't know you might not like Discovery it's very different Doctor Who just it it's it started okay, we gotta back up a it, second it started very <laughs> it is that openness the the reason I like Discovery is because it's so open and 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 different 
Doctor Who in its DNA is that. It you doesn't know, have that there, co- constant fill in the blanks. There's some other comparisons I want to make to Doctor Who other than Star Trek. Sliders. Yeah. Sliders is that you you talk about how Star Trek is grounded in a ship or on a base. But I stopped watching Sliders. Yeah, that's not a good parallel to make. I'm you just saying. Like sliders either. You you did like Sliders, some of it, didn't you? I liked the first season. Quantum Leap. Mm. The, yeah. It's it's kind of the same kind of thing though, where they come out to a different landscape and a different place. Right. A different no, I get time. what you're, you're right to make. The, I'm just making draw the comparisons. The I've seen some of those shows. I would say that. The format's relatively similar, although I would say the Doctor Who tone is unique. Yeah. Compared it's to wholly those. unique. That's what I'm saying. I you can't fully compare it to another show because it's not like In fact, I would argue that show. from what I've seen of Any Doctor way. Who, it is oftentimes in what y'all say is geniusly balanced and all this other stuff. I would I argue I never said genius. Okay, I never said genius. I never genius. said balanced. You, okay. It's a y'all said big that bombastic it, silly show. It it's it it, it misses it, it it's it, it doesn't know what it wants to be is how I feel some of the time. I think it knows exactly what it is. I know, I know, and I haven't watched enough of it. It maybe. knows exactly what it is. It because twang- it's twang- some. If I'm a guitar, tone- it's twanging the same bong. It knows exactly what string to pluck on me to make some me. Some just- of those tones that they're doing did not. Anyway, whatever. One season. I know. <laughs> One season though, all it took for y'all. All it took for so- what. For y'all to it took season like one. It. it took the entirety of season one into season two's first two episodes to go. Oh fuck! When David Tennant wakes up and starts doing stuff, felt nothing. I was I was just like, <laughs> I, I I did the thing. I did the nerd lean. I leaned over onto my knees. I was like, hmm. There was nothing coming from me except. Did they improve it? <laughs> <laughs> Does it get better? Justin, what's your favorite thing about Doctor Who? Uh, the peaks, Just the big, big, yeah, the big peaks, the big, the big peaks, dramatic, like, like in it, it, Matt Smith's regeneration. It peaks or, so hard when he was old. He, that's Think about when he the the, the t- planet of fucking Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Justin, I forgot about that part. I did not. Oh Jesus! That's, that's why Matt Smith is my favorite Doctor. Man, that was a good sequel. Well, he just—it was just so. Bombastic like, with him. Every turn, every peak with Matt Smith was just, just he was just arms outstretched, yeah. man. Like that, yeah. That that I can I can see how that might turn some people off though. And Matt and 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 Tenant, it was that. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, we're gonna go and get him, and, and he'd start running and pumping those arms, and I, I don't know. I guess I can see it. But to be fair. If the question was, what's my favorite companion with David Tennant, it is absolutely not Rose. If I'm ranking, if I'm ranking my companions, Rose Tyler's at the bottom. As well, that was going to be another question. And that, Who's that, your least favorite companion? That, uh, is she your doggit? Rose Tyler? I don't like her. Rose Tyler might be my doggit. You know who my doggit you know, is? No, the whole, in fact, you know what my doggit is more specifically? The relationship. I don't like romantically involved uh, Doctor. I was glad when that ended in, in Matt Smith. That's one of the things I loved about Matt Smith. It was different. And when they did introduce a love interest, 
she was quote unquote older or if the river song was different. Yeah. I didn't ever like the tone it struck with Rose, but I love, uh, uh, red haired in the office. Uh, Donna, 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 Noble. Donna Noble, right under, right. Uh, I guess I have a thing for red. You, you know, who Donna I, Noble right underneath the ponds, but you know who I liked more than Donna, her grandpa. Oh, Wilfred. Yeah, no, that, yeah. Special category for what they got this old actor. God, how do you explain Donna? Don, you know who Don? You know the the girl Millie who played Millie in the Office, Nelly. the red Nelly, Nelly, Nelly. Nelly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she was her. She was a companion. I like her. You'll he, like you'll like you, you would like her. Enough. You what the tenant in dinner play that might get you? Because you know what might be turning you off too is the love story. Let me tell you something, Taylor. Look at me. Stop flipping through your goddamn phone. Put your phone down. Look at me. The, the, <laughs> Jesus. The 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 Rose Tyler shit ends. The love affair stuff ends. How long does it go on? A couple seasons. <sighs> Eventually, that goes to the wayside, it's and he bad. So, and then they introduce a companion that he he is his perfect companion that he doesn't he looks past a lot, and then after her, Quarter's sort of deering her. They introduce Donna Noble, who is the companion for David Tennant, as far as I'm concerned. It's like a brother-sister relationship. She's funny, but like in kind of an exasperated way. It's great. And and he's just always... he When you get the kind of like where he's going, huh? Like, what the... What are you talking... That the interplay between Donna and the doctor is great. And she has... They introduce her family. Her mom is great. The actress that plays Donna's mom. But the actor they get to play... Have you ever seen the gif of the old crying man? Just going... Oh, oh. Anyway, I'll show it to you. And you'll be like, yeah, I've seen that. I've sent it to the fucking text chat before. This old man, if you type in Wilfred Doctor Who, you'll see who I'm talking about. He plays this hopeful little old man. It's just, you talk about good acting. When I hear some somebody say the acting in Doctor Who is shitty, I'm like, in season, some of it, season one. Some of it is. That's all I know. Some of it is. And as you go on, they get better and better at it because the fucking... Yeah, the budget scale is better. And, and by the, the time they, like I said, viewership. there is a point in the middle, and probably by season three, that show is fully funded, running on all cylinders. You have to know the context of where the show was at to get what you're watching. The, it was this big a show with Eccleston and the first bit of Tenant, but Tenant just exponentially. And then when Matt Smith became such a phenomenon, just blew it through the ceiling. And it and it's one of the most watched shows on TV. It's a massive show. It's it's there's there's both there's shit there, man. There's some TV there that you're gonna like. They're really I I I can't believe that you're not gonna at least have a handful of Doctor Who that you're like fuck. That is really good. That's a good ass. That's some good ass stuff. Uh, I'm still I, taking the win. Taylor's I'm taking the Yeah, he's gonna. I, I don't know what you want from me right now. Just open mindedness. I'm I'm. Open-mindedness? I'm as open-minded as I can be given what I've seen so far. Yeah. The fact that I didn't keep it red, I might pick it back up. Starting season two. Because I already watched season one. Just just keep watching. You're going to get to a point where it's Rose is terrible. She's not that terrible, but it's not my favorite thing. She's terrible. it's, It's bad, man. It's bad. You know who my dog it was, though? Mickey. Not a fan of wasn't he? Was Mickey. that Rose's? Was the that Rose's ex? Yeah, her ex guy. I kind of like. I like Mickey. Man. I liked him better than Rose. Uh, but I think <laughs> I think 
you I don't think there's any way you could watch the, knowing you that you could dislike Donna. I think once you get into the to the to the Donna era of Tenant, which is the latter half, I think you'll and that and the way his whole thing, all his companions and everything builds this crescendo and then and he's gone. And all of a sudden you're just left with Matt Smith going besides Downton Abbey. Name me another British show that I've watched all the way through. How much of Mon- are you a Monty Python fan? Have you watched Monty Python? Uh, I do. Li- I like Monty Python, but I haven't seen it all. Well, so I can't watching. say. I've, oh well, yeah, um, I, I, I like it. I don't know. I'm, Mr. Bean. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch all of The Office or the IT Crowd or no? Yeah, you didn't watch the British Office. I did watch. I think was it only one season? No, it was two or three, wasn't it? I don't remember. Sherlock. Okay, Sherlock. One of the few examples. That's my point. I found one. There is, there is, there is something with. And me you know what? And in you the know, British culture. Hey, you know who produced Sherlock and directed it? I know. The I'm guy who produced and directed most of Doctor Who. I know, I know, and and that's one of the reasons I was excited to watch the fr- that Doctor Who because I knew that now, fact. He doesn't become the showrunner until Smith. Oh, okay, but he wrote. You'll see his name. He writes. He writes certain episodes. He was one of the writers of the show. Then when David Benioff, whatever his name is, what? No, that's the guy from Game of Thrones. Who's the uh, Stephen Moffat? And uh, the first guy left, and Moffat became the producer. What? And now he turned it over to somebody else. Now well, somebody what else was is. his name? Oh, fucking Davies. Russell T. Davies. Russell T. Davies. Yeah. And then and Stephen Moffat is the, the guy that ran for most of Smith and Capaldi. It's it's a quality show. And now that both of my co-hosts are flipping through the phones, I'm guessing sorry. we're getting to the very end of this episode. No. Do- oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm getting texts from work, no, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, I am too. That's, those were work. <laughs> you leave These work at that goddamn door, boys. It, it, it never stops. These <laughs> it never does. Work-related texts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my do- yeah, my dog, I think is Mickey, honestly. Uh, I could, but, listen, I could name a lot of side characters that I maybe... Not a lot, honestly, but I could name a handful of side characters that I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they're a side character yeah. in a show that's mostly about like three people at any given time. True. It, it's, it is. It's a small box. with It, it plays on the relationships of at, at most three or four people. I like that. I like that it's this, it's this tiny little... It, it, the TARDIS is almost a perfect representation of the show. It's this tiny little thing that contains so fucking much content. And and it it, it it's we I don't think we have to take up much more of the conversation no, of Doctor Who. No. Uh, do you want to change your rating though? I, I was no, gonna. It's about where it's. I was gonna to go over here. the. Uh, yeah, I, I do want. I do want to hear Taylor's take. <laughs> um. Well, I wanted to get. I wanted to get a review up here from a from a terrible uh, person, but uh, they're all. There's only three reviews on Metacritic. And they're all green, so that's good, right? Uh-huh. Um, for season one. Anyway, uh, I did look up. It's got good RTs. You got 100. Uh, it goes all the way from, I'm not going to read them all off, but. How much critical consensus? 80, 100, 100. Um, so the first critical consensus was season five. It's Matt Smith. Doctor Who morphs once again into an enchanting odyssey into its fifth season, spearheaded by Matt Smith's endlessly endearing incarnation of the Time Lord. A lot of these seasons are not, most of them are not critical consensus. It doesn't get another one until 
It's an overwhelming Doctor Who, the show. day of the Doctor, 50th anniversary special. The day of the Doctor. That got 100%. Was that the Matt Smith, David Tennant? That was, yeah, all yeah. of them. A the, joyous marker in the series uniting two of the most beloved Time Lords and setting yeah, them together. The Matt Smith, David Tennant yeah. crossover. That is a tried and true Doctor Who trope. They've done like, back in the day, they did the five Doctors where like five of them were. Anyway, and like, uh, what was it? What was was it? Were they they all recently? They were all together, and they was, showed like little clips. From, remember, anyway. there was the War Doctor. Yeah, uh, um, there was a middle. They like, what's it, the actor? John Hurt. John Hurt, John Hurt played sort of uh, the Doctor during the Time War. Like in one of the recent seasons, they explore what he actually did during the Time War, and John. They got John Hurt to play this like non-numbered. Doc, like he literally he regenerated into this guy this this form and the things he had to do during the time war he didn't even give him give it a number he just moved on to it was the way they stitched it together and told that like the payoff to what did this guy do during the time war it stays ambiguous until what post Matt Smith like yeah. during Matt Smith the day of the doctor stuff right like it it's literally like Seven years of 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 just of, wondering of what he wondering did. what the, what is the weight that this fucking dude is carrying? Yeah, and it still somehow outweighs all the stuff we've seen him go through. Right, and they build those stakes, and they manage to deliver. Yeah, yeah. It and and I do know what you're talking about. The one where all the doctors kind of come together. The day of the doctor. Yeah, come to think of it, that fifty that episode was some of the best. So, like if you're saying what's some of the best sci-fi you've ever like that that the end when he's sitting there and um the the fifth the fourth old man the one that played the scarfy whenever you hear see like an the scarfy doctor with the long scarf and the big floppy yeah. hat it was like number four um i forget his name um he he's still alive and he's real old right. and he like he came and had a little interaction with matt yeah. smith and and it was just like it's enchanting. Yeah, it's an enchanting show. It 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 makes me smile a lot. Do- this Doctor Who feels a lot like other TV shows, not just in its writing, but its pacing, its cinematography, its use of music. When the scary monsters appear, you could be watching any other well-made but conventional science fiction horror show, or a police procedural, for that matter. Everything about the show is more ordinary, which may have to do with the levels of inventiveness, but also feels like a choice. Miss, oh, this must be the new season, I guess. Miss Whittaker. Jody, Jody Whittaker. Whittaker. Oh, I'm sorry. Jody Whittaker. Whittaker, I'm sorry. That's the new doctor. Miss Whittaker performs gamely, if not yet distinctively, as a 2,000-year-old Time Lord. It's far too early to tell what kind of stamp she might put on the character. 50 out of 100. New, she, new York Times. There's... It, new York Times. With the new... <laughs> You can kind of there's with every new doctor starting with Smith there was backlash yeah and then people where then they, they start to fall in love with him and then when he regenerated in Capaldi there was massive backlash and then people started kind of fall in love with him a little bit and then when they announced that it was going to be a woman one guess as to what happened with with some of the more opinionated incels incel ass <laughs> neck beardy douchebaggies and honestly a lot of women yeah. a lot of women were like i didn't watch this show to see. you know what i'm saying the minute they announced that the doctor was going to regenerate into a woman the backlash was huge and i think we're still in that glowy period because there's only been a season 
Yeah. Back so, uh, if I go back to season one, Slate had this to say. Uh, I'm re- I'm doing this on purpose. I know don't you are. don't don't get upset. It's pretty decent, fast, corny, genial, honest. It's schlock. <laughs> Sixty out of a hundred. Um. So yeah. With that said, that's not the consensus. That's not the consensus. We most critics like it. Um. And by the way, I looked on IMDb. It is one of the top shows it's 8.7 out of 10 and it is ranked uh 130 does that of all time does that not i mean honestly and i'm not trying to be a 115 wins 196 nominations it's a lot I, it's over a, that's know. over like a century but um l- listen legitimately and i'm not trying to be a dick <laughs> okay all of that being said do you not see that there is something there it's more than just a poorly acted, schlocky, oh, cheesy thing. I, I know, I know that I should like it, and I know that there's stuff in there that I should like, and I know that there's stuff that's objectively good. Yeah, um, I, I feel think, like I you think would enjoy the perspective you would sad. have on sci-fi if you could just give a little time to that show. And it's it's honestly sad it, to me. It, hey, it was very sad for me to watch it and not enjoy it and, and hold on, cut it off. Hold on, I'm gonna give you some hope. <laughs> <laughs> I, it is definitely a show that I had to watch in a different way. The same way, prom, prom, take some of the tools you utilized. You're going to have to reconfigure them a little bit. Hone them in like your Data and Jordy down in the carpeted engine room figuring out a problem. You're going to have to rehone the, the tools you used to watch the original series, the ways that you sat there, and without really di- just going, all right, the sets, the, some of the acting. And it's the, all right. And you took the good and went, oh, the good is so fucking good because you know most of the criticisms that you're levying in Doctor who are the exact same ones people levy against the original series you've heard them when you say oh you should watch the original series and people go eh, it's old and acting stupid and william shatner's dumb and me and you're just like it's if you just stop stop just if you just look doctor who's the same way it's just this you have to watch it in a little different way to truly and and like like we said, you, you look and you I know you like stats. You look at those ratings. Follow the ratings. You're, uh, what you need to. Well, I don't watch shows based on the I, viewership. But it's though. no 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 no. But I'm talking because those ratings equated to the show clicking in and getting just enough. It's not. It's still not an extravagant budget. It's still. But the the, kind of sci-fi it, it that polishes up a little it bit. It polishes up. It it finds it the the way the stories it wants to tell. It it just it rewards you to from to continue watching. Like I said, when you start getting into the the era of River Song, the whole River Song story, the twists and turns that story that that seems like a spoiler. The biggest spoiler about her story I didn't even touch on. There is so fucking much good sci-fi storytelling if you just let it happen at you. Because it is a show where, oh, it's going to be a Victorian-era story with fucking Queen Victoria, and then they're going to go to a space station. There's one episode that's literally both on a space station and in, and, in like, uh, Marie Antoinette-era France at the same time. It's one of the most... One of my favorite Doctor Who stories ever. The Girl in the Fireplace. One of the best oh. stories. Isn't that from season one? Fuck. Did you watch Girl in the Fireplace? No, that's David Tennant. Oh, yes. it is? Yeah, it's David okay. Tennant. David Tennant, Mickey, and uh, Rose. It's when they first start taking... It's honestly... Well, it was the first Mickey going out 
in on on the TARDIS episode. What's it called? Girl in the Fireplace. Okay. You'll if you look. I bet you the reviews for that one are very high. If there's reviews for episodes, it it was. It's all. It's all about this weird space rift. Episode four of season two with so, these clockwork yeah. bad guys that are real creepy in the ship. That's like uh, it's just awesome. So I need to give Tenet a try. You do you do? Yeah. Like if if you do more research, like you said on that one article, every list writes Tenet as just the quint because he was there for so long. And his 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 regeneration was very emotional, and he had the little mini movie episodes at the end that tie his show season to Matt Smith's, and some and the three or four of those are some of the best of him. When does Rose go away? Season <laughs> three. I don't know. I mean, she doesn't permanently go away. She pops up, but uh, not much though. Not much at okay. all. Like I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of hers. I mean, I've realized when you said her, uh, that kind of stuck out. That's one of the. Th- she goes away. Her whole family goes away. Mickey goes away. That's nice. They all go away. That's nice. That's an improvement right off the bat. <laughs> and Eccleston goes away, and then Tennant goes away. I don't mind Eccleston. And then when Tennant goes, like the 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 split between Tennant and Smith, that's the jump from Russell Davies to Moffat. So like, it's like skunk. Like they. There is just a huge bonk divider between. So once you get through tenant, then it's like a whole new thing. Okay, Rose anyway. Tyler. First episode was Rose. The last episode was the Parting of the Ways, which is the thirteenth episode of the first. Season. Wait, no, no, second, third, Hold on. second season, third season. So anyway, I'm just, I'm just looking. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh. I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, uh, you don't have to say anything. No, I took I'm, the win. I'm done. I, I, I'm done. I, trying I to think. I think that the show has all the elements there that I enjoy. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey guys, what else are you watching? What else are you doing? What are you filling your time with? Stranger Things. You're watching Stranger Things. Well, I finished Stranger Things. You finished Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're gonna do a show on it soon. Oh yeah, yeah. it might be it. the next one. It, it's probably will be. The it next will be one. the next one. Because I, I would I don't want to go too far into it, but see, there's a lot I noticed on the internet. There's this group of people that don't like season two. Really? Yeah, they're like I see all these people saying, "Oh, season three's back! It's finally back!" And I'm like, "Back?" Because one episode was a little weak. I don't know. Because people don't like the little Matrix type e- episode of season two. Really? I kind of liked she it. She learned how to use her power. She that needed to happen. I, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I I, I like season two. I, I do too. Any, any criticism of Stranger Things, period, is just picking nits. Because as far as I'm concerned, that show is there's too much eighties. Too it's leaning too much on nostalgia, man. Well, the the complaint I'm hearing about season three is there's too much smoking, too many people smoking. Oh yeah, I can't. Hey, hey. We'll, we'll save some of this for hey, yeah. Hey everybody. But I I look forward to that episode as listen t- addressing all that. I don't like smoking. Okay, I don't smoke anymore. I just recently got married. I went to Vegas to do it because weddings are a scam. Um, getting married's fun. Weddings are dumb. <laughs> we made we made our wedding really fun. We had a midget, a Greek midget Elvis marry us. It was dope. We went to Vegas. We ate a bunch of buffet food. I saw here's the live stream. Here's something I realized: when you walk through the lobby, the casino part of a Vegas casino, there's that smell. It's a nostalgic smell for me. It's that cigarette smell. 
like a clean, but like clean because it's a very clean, nice hotel. Right. It's the way hotels used to smell when I was a kid. Like when ah, my parents and yeah. I would stay at the Marriott downtown San Antonio. It had that. I can't say that that weird background cigarette smell in the lobby of a clean hotel. Mm, boy, that was all over Vegas, buddy. That that just I, that was the first thing that struck me when I walked in that hotel. That nostalgia. And listen, if you're 21 right now, I don't know. Maybe some show in a few years will do a 90s thing, and you'll get it. When I watch Stranger Things, it's like it's. I was in kindergarten, first grade. That's my childhood. 88, 89, 90, 91, 92. Like the the things they're watching, them running around as Ghostbusters, fucking the, just. There are so I, many I different genres in Stranger Things. It just the they, music. It yeah. tweaks a tweaks. Stranger oh. Things tweaks like three different nostalgia and and aesthetic things that just I love. Yeah, it's oh. sci-fi, Goonies, we, Stephen we, King. We are going to talk about this next week. Okay. Or next, anyway, next time. Yeah, oh God. Anyway, uh, preview. But yeah, I'm watching Stranger Things. Um, that's about all I'm watching. I'm watching a lot of movies, uh, and. My girlfriend and I are watching Smallville together, so that's fun. I'm playing Red cool. Dead Redemption when I have time, but right now I'm watching lots of wrestling because there's a big tournament in Japan, <laughs> and that's all I'm watching. All right. Like every other day, a big bunch of wrestling that I'm watching. It's great. It's called G1, New Japan World Wrestling. If you'd like to give it a shot, go to NewJapanWorld.com. Please talk somebody. <laughs> somebody like the thing. I like, oh, God. Okay, anyway, moving on. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, Oh gosh! I'm, ex- Hello. I'm Hello excited to watch. I'm excited to watch more TNG so that I can start DS9. That's what I'm. We need for. to. We need to get you on that for yeah. sure. We get you on that tip, man. We're almost there. Yeah. We're almost to Julian showing up on on TNG. That's what I'm waiting for. You can jump off and you got you'll have a little good. thing to tuck into. You're in for mm-hmm. a really nice thing with a I'm really talking. crappy ending. I know. But it's <laughs> still worth hey, watching. Hey, you'll love it. A lot of things. It's not the destination. It's the ride. And the ride of Deep Space Nine. There's too many cool characters. Yeah. It's too good. What are you watching, Taylor? Quark? I am watching... Star Trek Voyager. Star Trek Voyager. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, embarrassingly, to an extent, oh, I watched I watched some episodes of The Ghost Adventures recently. Hey. <laughs> Is that the one with the guy that yells at yeah. ghosts? Hey, you stupid hey. ghost. Hey, hey, you stupid I'm gonna, ghost. I'm going to put it here. I'm going to put a noose up here. Does this make you just, mad? Is this how you own yourself, you coward? What is this? You fucking coward. I hell yeah, I'll, I'll watch ghosts. I'll watch some ghosts. That's adventures. the only. Is it adventures or hunters? Adventures. I don't like. Any of the others? Adventures is the one. Adventures is the, the one with Zach Stoney shirt. Yeah, with the he's got the muscle. Hair. Yeah, completely too tight of like a, a shirt. Jersey like, guy. He's a bro dude. Like yeah. he's there's that meme that I sent y'all. Orb spelled backwards is bro. He's he is <laughs> he's super he's aggressive. Like he'll walk. Like they'll explain. Like yeah, this is room. This is where. Uh, 82 years ago. I'm getting chills. Marie, Marie look, uh, murdered herself. Look with, at with my ex. Look at my arm. Yeah, hold on, hold, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Look, stop. At, look, look at this. At, I got chills. I just got this big emotion going over me. I'm, I feel like crying. I, I got to leave. At that moment, I had to leave the room. It, and he narrates it. It's like, what the that fuck? That moment, I had to leave. <laughs> she was too much. 
Later that <laughs> night, I went back with the same kind of knife that Marie used to cut her throat. So I went in there, and he just throws it on the ground. Is this what you want? <laughs> like, it is the worst show. The most disrespectful fucking bullshit show. They're so show. disrespectful. In, uh, oh, man. Okay, so <laughs> and I watch it. Yeah, anyway. Um, which is odd because I'll just tell a brief story. I got creeped out the other night whenever I heard a loud noise in my spare bedroom. I've never heard that in seven years. And it was, you know, right after Stephanie and I had watched some ghost adventures and she had gone back up to her place. And I was like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) And then my normal rational self, who, by the way, I don't believe in ghosts at all. And I think it's all fake. And I think Zach's a very clever entertainer and actually pretty good at hooking people into his show. And he's made a fortune. Uh, But, no, I mean, I had that brief moment where I was like, what the fuck? Was that it? What was that? Like the ring girl standing in the corner. Because you have an overactive imagination like I do. You hear something and you imagine automatically imagine like. I walk in the spare bedroom and like the ring girl's just sitting on my bed. Hello, Taylor. No, it doesn't say anything. Just like (laughs) creepily, quickly lunges towards you. (laughs) Like, okay. So, yeah. Coming out of her mouth. (laughs) And I like horror. I like horror. I the new It sequel. Uh, the, I hadn't watched uh, the first It. Like yeah, the, the, the I need, watched you it. Need a, you need oh, yeah, yeah. It has a Stranger Things vibe. It even as yeah. one of the actors from it. But okay, Voyager, love it. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love it. Um, I'm playing League of playing Legends. League? Have you tried? Uh, have you tried there. Team Fight Tactics? No. Some people are like really getting into that game. They nerfed Lux. Oh. But that's because she was OP on support because her barrier got too beefed up with some items changes. They just nerfed her, and I won both matches after the nerf. So. <laughs> Can I? Uh, I am gold three. I am only one game away from my series Nerd. to make it to gold two. Wow. And then I beat the campaign I've been working Nerd. on for hours that I told you all about on Age of Wonders 3. I beat the Elven campaign, Nerd. finally. So yeah, nerd alert. Uh, uh, can I? All right, he doesn't like Witcher, so I'm not gonna. But Taylor, he doesn't like Red. Oh. De- Red Dead One is oh, one thing. No, 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 no. Listen, no, Red no, Dead no. Two is literally Cowboy Witcher. They have, they have tweaked Red Dead and to the point now where the horse based getting off your horse going on it. Red Dead Two is. Cowboy era Witcher to a T. To a T. I do not equate Red Dead to Grand Theft Auto. Ca- Cowboy era uh, Cowboy era GTA 5? No. no. I, it is not. The gameplay is so not. You are Arthur Morgan. You are one dude. You. It is so Witcher. Holy shit. It is Zach. It is good. It is. I, I didn't. Listen, I didn't finish Red Dead 1. I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed other games. You know what's going to have to happen, Red Dead 2 is one hell of a fucking game. When you're done with Red Dead 2, you're just going to have to let him borrow it and try it. That's what I think. I won't play it if it's not on PC, and it's not on PC. Yeah, that's true. Yet. Yet. It's rumored that it'll be there, so. Rumored. Shit, I might get it on PC. I don't know. I've thought about moving my PlayStation in here. Um, I thought you were going to ask me about the Witcher TV show, which they've released photos of, but. I'm cautiously optimistic. It could go either way. They say, well, especially when they say it's like not based on the game. It is not. 
it it's is based, based on the books. On, they took a few visual cues from the game, armor, things like that. But like like when they released the picture, Geralt in the books keeps his monster killing silver sword on Roach. I didn't know that. I've only played Witcher three, so I like most other people. When where's his other sword? Where right. No other sword. And all the yeah. bo- all the snooty book people in Reddit were like, "Well, actually, <laughs> it was it was <laughs> <laughs> actually in the books, the more superior books, he keeps his, his pushing glasses up. He, he keeps his silver sword on his horse Roach. <laughs> like I just." <laughs> Oh, so let me tell you about this other show that I've been watching. I think it might be good. Uh, I've been hanging out with my girlfriend's kids a lot. And so when they're around, we watch what they watch. And there's this show, this cartoon called The Amazing World of Gumball. Gumball, yes. Ivy loves it. I like it. It's very... This it's, show... It's wild. Taylor, I think you would really like this yeah, show. Adam likes it. It's It's got all these like philosophical questions like it talks about the internet and its effect on the world it talks about physics you know what else you might and like? the universe and it's have you ever watched regular show no have you ever watched adventure time no oh just but i'm just telling you about this one show we might have found some animation you might have you might dig there's a vein of, of like, real weird animation that's like that it's super silly and dumb and I like that and, though, and, and lo- I can really like dumb. I'm telling silly you, stuff like this show. There's you're so- talking to like a Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry. It's this show. Fan. Yeah, it's different. The Amazing World of Gumball. It's on Hulu. It's on it, Hulu. It's like a comedy center, uh, Cartoon Network show. Yeah, it's a Cartoon Network show. It's Cartoon good. Network show as an Adult Swim. No, or no. Cartoon it's Network. For kids. It's okay. for kids. But the what I've noticed about kids. TV shows, cartoons, and, and movies. The SpongeBob effect is that there are plenty of a jo- of jokes for adults. The people that made SpongeBob realized, hey, well, it's the Looney Tunes effect. It's like, hey, if we make this smart enough that kids are laughing at it because it's silly cartoons, but there's an up here Pixar, Pixar, most does it cartoons. All the time. It's the it's the Looney Tunes SpongeBob thing. SpongeBob, the original SpongeBob, not the current thing. But like like there was like, oh, it's a fun, colorful cartoon for kids. But there's jokes that are just up here, just above the kids' heads. Yeah. Amazing World of Gumball. Uh, I'm telling, Adventure Time's a masterpiece. It it's it's that same thing. These strange philosophical. But it's it's like Kinda, it, it, the show is a total meme. It, it's like they're all meme. They're very memeable, but very smart in a weird way. There, there's a lot of kid shows that are like that. Like I said, regular shows, another one like that. The one with the like raccoon and the anyway. It's they're they're yeah. Kids kids have it pretty good. Kids have way better selection of shit <laughs> than to watch we did. Than we did. The fucking toy commercials that we sat and just consumed <laughs> all afternoon. The toy commercials are still there. Yeah, they I've are. seen. They them. are, but at the same time, there's a lot of really good, especially little kid stuff. Yeah, no, like, it's it's a way better than when we were. We had but, Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, and beyond that, it was just like buy this, eat this cereal, bah, sugar and plastic, skidderinky dinky skidderinky do. I love you. I love the Elephant Show. I yeah. did too, but we only had a limited selection yeah. to choose from. PBS man. <laughs> Nowadays, kids have a plethora oh, of this, a different. Plethora. Uh, yeah, Do you even know what a plethora is? Child? A plethora of different no, shows. I don't. <laughs> How can you say I have a plethora of piñatas if you don't know what a plethora is? I don't know. Hey, Wapo, you're much smarter than me. 
I watched that. We uh, that's gonna. My yeah, wife's gonna best work. friend, her son's like 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 a, an older teenager, and he'd never watched oh. it. And we all three were like, "Well, you're gonna fucking watch the Three Amigos tonight, because <laughs> brother to brother and not for one. Like Ivy's ringtone is my little buttercup. Yeah, <laughs> like great that. movie. Uh. So season three of Doggett Club. Are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of shows that for kids, I watched The Lion King with my nephew and niece. The cartoon, I intro- or the new cartoon, the new cartoon. Yeah. I introduced them to it this past weekend. They you loved watch it. Disney? Oh, they love it. They love it. I mean, get those kids a Disney Plus subscription with that thing. They're going nuts. <laughs> yeah, they were loving it, man, and they they were scared. Oh it's yeah, like a, no. Because it's they had Lion King has some. Pretty I hadn't emotional... watched it in a long time, and and when it gets dark, it gets real dark. But do yeah. you do you look at the go back and look at the release dates of all of those cartoons? I love scoring that. Though. Think think about yeah. what Disney was great doing. villain, funny, like just entertaining on, uh, as hell. While I, while we were in Vegas, I, I was laying in the hotel room watch on CNN. They have this show, uh, just like they have these decade shows, like the nineties and they were doing what the movies of the nineties and they yeah. were going through and they touched on that fact that like from like 91, starting with the little mermaid every single year, they for just the next like a... four or five, it was like little mermaid. You think those movies were spread out over, it was like little mermaid, Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the, the, Beauty and the Beast. And just they yeah, drop just... for like seven years straight. They drop nothing but like blockbusting banger cartoons. It was just like won all the awards. one after another after another after another. It was and they and Lion King was like they took it to a whole other fucking oh. place. How scary it was and how fucking weird it was and that was good and stuff. then and then now we have these remakes. Now they're which, just like, hey, we're we're bankrupt we're, I, I, for ideas. We're just going to remake everything. So be fair, or we're going to like keep making sequels of Toy Story and now uh, here's you know the difference between that. But is, that's no, not, you know the difference between that. Those are well reviewed and well made and yeah. inevitably are all very good. And all of these live action remakes have been have been reviewed the abysmal shits. No, that's not true. I Aladdin's think in the fifties. Beauty and the Beast did well. Beauty and the Beast, I think, was in the seventies. So C- it Cinderella did, oh, probably so, did well. So the which cart- is actually so the, the only cart- one I watched. So, yeah. so it's a remake of something that's a stone cold classic and changed the game, and it's probably sitting at a nearly perfect <laughs> score on Rotten Hey, let's remake it with the girl from Harry Potter, and now it's a <laughs> seventy-five. Oh, Lion King! It's literally Lion King. The cartoon is one of the most perfect movies ever made. Oh, let's make this. Let's poop out a live action thing that gets fifty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Because why not? Fifty five, I think, right now. And Aladdin, what did what did Aladdin, Aladdin, have? Aladdin sitting at like thirty like 50, or forty? No, it's like fifty. They're all averaging about fi- all every live action they Disney thing's averaging about. They can't quite get to that sixty, so they're not. No, but they're, as a fan of the of the anything, cartoons, they don't do anything new. As a fan of the actually, Aladdin did. They Be- Beauty and the Beast did it. Filled in lot like I watched the cartoon right after I watched the new one. We went home and we watched it. And uh, the cartoon has tons of holes in it. Yeah. I don't know if you ever rewatched the Beauty and the Beast cartoon. It, there's a lot of things. Nah. There's motives that don't make sense. In the remake, they actually made everything fit. Yeah. The Obviously, story made it made sense. it way better. <laughs> well, I'm not the biggest fan of... I don't think Beauty and the Beast is the best story, story to begin with. I, but not my favorite cartoon. Yeah. But Aladdin, what it did... There's a scene in the cartoon, Aladdin, where... Jasmine gets caught stealing from the one of the markets, 
and uh, in the live action movie, they and, cut her fucking hand off. Oh, oh the, and, yeah, and then the genie has to repair it. And oh, sorry, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> And Aladdin in the cartoon, oh, hold on, genie. Aladdin in the cartoon says she's my sister and she's a little crazy, and so she has to kind of act like she's crazy in the cartoon. Well, in the movie, they kind of changed how Jasmine. It's more of like a female, like they're kind of keeping her down because she's a female, she's a woman, and so she's like trying to rise up above, you know. So there's a little bit of women empowerment, and I wish I liked. I like the change. I think it fits better, like on screen today. Just. I, I never I st- still That's I sit fair. back and I yeah. look at all those live action remakes and I'm just like were they necessary? No, no. Did they do anything new enough to warrant what A they whole did? Thing. No. Now the Lion King remake, it has major problems right off the bat because. A lot of the Lion King, there's a lot of emoting going on with yeah. the facial animation the, that you can't capture with their, quote, the charm, live action. The charm of the movies, were, it's... Was it's getting not, washed away. It, when you try to do the same skeleton of a thing, just transposing it from the charming, industry-changing animation... If it were just cartoons that came out in an era of cartoons, but it were they were cartoon movies that came out that literally revived an entire genre of like there were the Snow White and Cinderella ass which Disney were nineteen forty or and, whatever, and then you know? they Bambi. they they didn't for decades they didn't do shit except like Mickey and random bullshit, and then in like the early nineties they just they changed. Everything they had sleep, by going Sleeping back to Beauty, their roots. Sleeping Beauty was in there somewhere too. I mean, that, that was, was one of the older ones, sixties, seventies. Yeah, 60s, no, like, I know. I'm like saying there was some Bambi, just Bambi, Bambi, Bambi Fox one. and the uh, the Hound, Lady and the Tramp, Lady and the Tramp 101 Robin, Dalmatians. Robin Hood, Hundred and One Dalmatians. They had yeah, there was a period where there was just banger, banger, and then there was nothing. And then in the nineties, they revived an entire genre. Can you? I mean, who else was doing? The, the animation was nothing. When we CBS exact. You look at how look at the cartoons <laughs> Sony, we watched. Jonathan Sony. Jonathan Sony. Look, at the, Sony. look hey. at the cartoons we watched. The the Cartoon Vision He Man ass cheap toy commercial animation was nothing. And then all of a sudden, Disney, or the Zelda the Zelda cartoon. Yeah, you know. When we were that. kids. <laughs> excuse the Mario me, princess. princess. Or the the Super well, Mario excuse. The Super Mario Super <laughs> Show. <laughs> Yeah. Do the Mario boom boom don anyway I like it, that guy <laughs> the, 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 those movies fucking change they they were it I, I when they say hey we're gonna redo Lion King there's still that vague disrespect of animation because what would if they were like hey we're gonna remake Gone with the Wind <laughs> yeah Kate Beckinsdale and uh, I don't know fucking Hugh Jackman are gonna be in Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, Kira Knightley and uh, uh, who's, uh, Chris Evans are going to be in Gone with the Wind. <laughs> hey, we're going to remake It's a Wonderful Life with Chris Pratt. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. Casablanca. Yeah, we're going to make Casablanca like with, with uh, Aziz Ansari. 40% RTs. And- ha, no, ha, hey, hey, we're going to remake Casablanca with George Clooney. You'd still kind of go, why? Why would you do that? Because they're an art, you know. Cash grab. Hey, we're going to redo Schindler's List with uh, uh, fucking so, uh, Quentin I'm gonna watch gonna direct with, it. I'm, I'm going to watch The Lion King strictly for the visuals and for the music. With all of that said, I'm watch the cartoon again. they're going to 
they're doing something that people want because these movies are selling and making money. Yeah. yeah, well, we've talked about the dichotomy of, well, it's all crap, but everyone was watching it anyway, so who cares? I it's don't know. nostalgia. It's nostalgia. And people are curious. I'm curious. What did they do with this in the ranking? What did they do with that? Oh, sorry. But ultimately, Disney makes some new stuff. I don't know. Just I know. I know you bought Pixar. I get all that. But Disney, like you know, the people that are doing Lion King, Jungle Book, all this other stuff, do Jungle Book. I didn't watch. Are they going to keep? They're just going to keep running through them. They're just going to keep running through. How what, what happens when they get done? The with guy it? that directed Lion King. John Favreau directed yeah. fucking Lion King. He He's done plenty of. He did Jungle Book. He did the Iron thing. Man. He, yeah, he's done some good stuff, right? He's the like the genesis of the MCU, for God's sake. I looked at a behind the scenes on the Lion King, and I've I've watched every clip. I was curious about it that you can watch. I've yeah. I've watched them finding Simba in the in the desert. I've watched that whole scene. <laughs> They let you watch it, and I'm, I'm not sold on it, man. I'm not sold on the animals looking like I they're real. I haven't watched and f- trying to capture the tone of yeah. The I Lion King. I haven't watched King. one of the live action things. I just, I it's just not my cup of tea. Hey, there you go. It's not my cup of tea. Like, you don't, you, you know don't, watched, you don't know watched, that. You know, what we you watched, don't know that. You know what we watched before we started recording was the trailer that dropped today for the live act. Yeah, I know the it was a stage show, but the weird CGI movie version of Cats. Ooh, yeah. And it just looks like a giant, <laughs> giant nightmare. Just a weird, mushy-faced, genitalless thing that just bleh. All of that. We're in this place now where CGI doesn't look bad per se but we haven't quite gotten over that hump I haven't quite it's just something Dis- about the Disney is trying I think they said all the, the Lion all King the, is the best attempt but you, I watched the trailer and I my brain is just going I don't like the way that looks like it just <laughs> it's the same I listen, the these, same thing has happened with video games slaving over the over computers yeah. making this and Evans is like nope when the faces, though, when they try to go too much in, we're going to try so hard to make this look like a real fucking lion and a real fucking bird. <laughs> Maybe it's not as bad with the animals, but when they try to do the, it starts to affect the face and people look it wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't I, work. Just the whole thing doesn't work for me. It doesn't I, work. I, I don't know. Practical effects Maybe still. if you were using real lions. I don't know. Good luck. If you were wrangling <laughs> yeah, animals to do all that acting, then I'd be impressed, but I don't want to watch... Bring the Ringley Brothers circus back uh, from the dead and have them whip the lions. Everyone's animal getting whipped to make them do things. Great. Okay, the reason, like, here's here's my my train of thought. The reason they're making these live action things, you said it, nostalgia. Cool. All right. How about instead of misinterpreting that nostalgia as, oh, let's give them the exact same thing but in a different visual medium. How about just hiring talented writers? Stick with me. To write original scripts for brand new animated movies, the movies that everyone's nostalgic for, the animated ones, maybe write some new movies. Because oh, let me think. What 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 animated property with brand new, brand new scripts that they own? What studios producing original screenplay animated? Pixar. They have the blueprint. Like right. they own the thing. Just do that, but with the traditional Disney animation that I mean, they have that, that people are nostalgic for. I mean, maybe not the animation, but like Pixar. 
why 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 doesn't disney instead of okay so they want to do lion king they want to update the the whatever uh, the animation right yeah yeah, you want to know that? Yeah, how about we? They already did that. They did like five of them. I know they did a cartoon I, show. But look, they're ig- still ignore, really. I'm not saying do more Lion ig- King. Ignore. People are nostalgic. I don't think they're nostalgic for necessarily Lion King. They're nostalgic for that kind of movie. So quit giving them not that kind of movie. Make some more fucking cartoon movies. I mean, would you consider Pixar right? Pixar Am I crazy? Movies? Why didn't they? If they're like, they have people, done it all, pe- would you consider no, Pixar have. movies animated movies? Hansel and Gretel. Yes. That's so what they should do. They have. I mean, they have been but releasing. They, no, I'm talking Disney's traditional Disney, animation. Yeah, the Disney, Disney animation, not Pixar. That's what I'm asking. I want because there is an actual Disney animation studio. And what have they done? And a lot of those guys are people being what have laid they done? off because they're not doing animated movies anymore. They're leaning on pure like direct line nostalgia, which is not a it's not. It's cheap. So basically, you want them to do original do stuff. Origi- I don't know. I like. Why did they stop doing? If those movies are so big and they've generated this much interest in nostalgia to to create all these shitty live action knockoffs, and they and that's drawing people that that pure nostalgia of that of the thought of those are drawing people into the theaters. Inevitably, all those people are leaving, going, eh, and the reviews are showing that. Why not? It's what they're nostalgic for is those kind of movies, animated movie. Why not do more animated movies with new new movies? Do new movies. Quit. Why do the, these weird, awkward live action movies? Just do more. Create more original animated content to capitalize on that nostalgia. Do it in the same way. A hand drawn, beautiful hand drawn animation. I'm all for it. Is I, that I, not still a I thing? Strong, Maybe that's not impressive I, anymore? I, I strongly agree with you, and I think that there is still a place for hand-drawn, animated, high-quality animated film. Art direction's good. Yeah. I mean... We probably need to I think that I think the demand is there. That's that, all I'll say. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I th- with, with Pixar, they are creating new content pixar i still classify them as their own thing i know disney owns them just like disney owns marvel but like and Dis- I, disney owns lucas i'm like looking these, at disney these pixar movies are great oh they're all great they're yes great. i'm but saying pic- i wish pixar... disney would, i wish disney with their own actual disney umbrella disney animation studio type movies i wish that that was still a thing but it's not so they because of the success of pixar it's almost like evan they've given, wants, they've given up so let me get to show you evan wants aladdin 2 aladdin 3 yeah that's he what wants want. lion king 2 they're redone. out there they went straight to dvd i know i know but why he wants some redone the return of jafar the, he wants the I return want, of them um, jafar to be a like, high budget like, i know this is, a, this is a foreign <laughs> concept in hollywood but i would love to see disney animation studio hire some like I don't know, so, like it's like somebody that creates a script, like a script writer, Redo. and then pull them in and go, "Hey guys, do you have?" Or maybe look out there for somebody telling a good story, or maybe take some what what like we you know like fucking Amazon bought Wheel of Time. We're all cautious about all these live act. Everything's live action now. Everything's got. What if what if Disney took something like that and made a new animated? I was just. Thing. Take I was, some new stuff and create a new. Have it be PG thirteen. I want to read this to you. Hold on. The, I'm, some I'm more looking, fucking I'm, legends. And I'm fairy looking tales. at. I don't know. I'm looking at Wikipedia of Walt Disney Animated Studios, and it's showing. I looked through the history, and there are these there's these headlines for different periods in the history of this of the studio. Okay. 
1989 to 1994, the beginning of the Disney Renaissance successful releases impact on the animation industry. We talked about that. And you go scroll down, scroll down through the the stuff, and then you get to 2000, 2006. Yes. 2006. The- Slump, downsizing, and conversion to computer animation, corporate issues. Corporate issues, or just mentioning afterthought. 2006 2009 rebound. That matches Evans. Disney's acquisition of Pixar. That's just where they went. Yeah. Like they're, they're they forfeited. No, yeah. They forfeited. That's what it's. You know what? Here's here's the story. Disney didn't know what to do. So they bought, Pixar they was doing amazing stuff. So they bought they're them. rich. So they just said, buy Pixar. We don't know what we're doing anymore. And then now Disney all of a sudden is saying, guys, we don't know what we're doing, but we got Lucasfilm over here. We got all this money. Marvel. Let's make yeah. Uh, we Pixar's got Marvel still going strong. Like they just want to make. We, they have these huge special effects houses that they can do anything computer between mm. Star Wars, it's Marvel, sad. and then they just said just remake, <laughs> just remake, just make them again, make some money, make it again, make some money, gonna make it just do it. But sir, can't we do make it again? We don't know what we're doing. Just remake what we know makes money. And put do, it, do, well, slap wanna, it out there. You want to put some new songs? In? No, just do the same. Same song. shit, man. They want to see the same thing. They uh, just want to see groups. the... Uh, I know there was some offensive uh, ethnic stuff in a lot of those older movies, so just just tell us what they don't... We'll, hey, you know what? Make the mermaid black. Uh, we'll we'll the, patch it up a little bit. We'll put some color in can there. A little I, bit of uh, singing. The singing will change a little bit. Little tunes are different, but I, same thing, though. But one, I will defend... I'll step into the defender role. Anyone, anybody within the sound of my voice that was offended... <laughs> Even a little bit by the fact that that nice young African American girl is going to play Ariel the mermaid. If 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 the thought mermaids aren't black ran through your head, even the slightest, jump out a window. Oh well, I would go, not advise go that. I would just wander say, blindly into traffic. Analyze you, your you, beliefs you, you, and your you biases. Obviously, take a good look at racist, yourself. Yeah. Stupid racist <laughs> douchebag complaining about stuff that doesn't matter. Guess what? Mermaids aren't real, buddy. Uh, they can be purple. And guess what? They're, if you look in the background of the fucking cartoon you apparently think is a part of the Bible or something, uh, there were black mermaids in that cartoon, too. So why don't you just go fuck yourself? So, okay. I don't know. I agree Jeepers, with that. But, but, creepers. But not quite to that fucking the language maga, that maga was used. Maga outrage of just ignorant people. Anyway. But, yeah. No, I... It, yeah. This whole era, Disney just... They don't know what they're doing. They don't know no, what they're doing. Well, creatively, but but I love Evan's idea. They own all the most Honestly, successful things on earth right now. What so if I don't what know if, if, if what if Disney had bought Wheel of Time or or, or whatever a fantasy series and they no, did they an were never animated buy Lord of the Rings and they did an animated high production value animated PG PG thirteen to R type of animated thing. Did we talk about Somebody that? Somebody needs to Tolkien, do this. Tolkien saying never Disney? Did we talk about that? Like, it's in Tolkien's will. He said, never Disney. Disney can never touch well, my stuff. Then there you go, Amazon. That's why... Take your pick with the giant like, tech Before corpse. Tolkien died, he said, you will never sell any of my stuff to Walt Disney Company. Like, that's on record. And he, there, he did... His family's doing just fine with that... Yep. One billion dollars. Yep. 
thanks for writing about all those dumb elves, Grandpa. Anyway, to wrap up our Disney thing, we go back to Doctor Who. Uh, Something where it's so different from Disney that it's not even. Chills, you see that? Look at my arm. Zoom in. You see that? That's chills right there. Chills. My my hair's on the ends there. The, the, the ghost. Hold of good on, television. guys. I feel the spirit. Get the nope, spirit meter nope. out. It's it's just Doctor Who. It's just Doctor Who. It's a good show. Facts don't lie, Taylor. It's on the internet. Facts don't lie. Reviewers love it. <laughs> they do. It's one of the top shows of all time. It's be- I'm not even talking my opinion. My opinion's on the shelf over there next so the to my big llama mask. It's in the top, top 250. It's in the top 250. It is beloved. It is in the 80s, 90s as far as reviews go. I feel like, and like show. I said, you got to watch it with a slightly different eye, just a slightly like, different uh, attitude. Just like Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm going to cut it off if right you, there. <laughs> if you watch, hey, I'll, I will end it with this. If you end up watching a, most of Doctor Who, if you, wa- if you get into it and really give it a That's fucking a big go, commitment. if you do it, if you watch Doctor Who, Whatever I decide that that means. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I, that's the part I'm not sure I, about. <laughs> I will unread Avatar The Last Airbender and give it a fucking whirl. You got to do more than give it a whirl. You got to watch, watch at least... If you watch Doctor Who, I'll watch Avatar you have to The Last watch, Airbender. You have to watch at least two seasons of it before you All stop, right? even if All you right? hate it. Oh, oh, I unplugged my thing. I'm still talking, though. Yeah, We're going to uh, ha- shake hands oh here. God. Shaking hands. There we go. It's happening. <laughs> Uh, it's happening. Oh, my goodness. You're going to watch Doctor Who, and I'm going to watch Avatar. It's loud. It's loud. I'm sorry. I don't have my <laughs> headphones plugged in. I don't know how loud. Am I, am I too loud? Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Doctor Who. A long, rambling episode. The, the point being, Doctor Who is a great show. We'll see you next time for Stranger Things. Wendy. <laughs> <laughs>